Blog Talk Radio. Will you hold the line when every one of them is giving up and giving in? Tell me, in this house of mine, nothing ever comes without a consequence of cost. Tell me, will the stars align? Will heaven step in? Will it save us from a sin? Will it? Because this house of mine. Stand strong. That's the price you pay. Leave behind your heart and cast away. Just another product of today. Rather be the hunter than the prey. And you're standing on the edge, face up, cause you're a And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. This is the voice of the ASWF welcoming you in to 2019 in professional wrestling in the state of Arkansas and the ASWF. Cody, we're getting ready to celebrate in April 20 years in professional wrestling business. I, I mean, that's just mind-blowing in and of itself, isn't it? Uh, Michael, man, it, it is. And let me explain to you why. Um, you know, as, as a fan, you tend to do research, and there are not a lot of independent wrestling companies out there that can say they have stood the 20-year test of time. And I mean, you know, and, unless you're on a worldwide platform, it's, I mean, look at you it You don't this make way. it to 20 years. Yeah, you don't make it to 20 years without without the uh, fan following and uh, dedication of the uh, the talent in all aspects, and it's all a uh, you know it's all a group effort from the talent and fans alike. And uh, so, in advance, I would like to say happy 20 to ASWF. Absolutely, and we've got a ton of things. Uh, planned here coming into the 20th anniversary of the All-Star Wrestling Federation. But we've kind of got to go back to 2018 here, as it's been, uh, this being our first show for 2019, it's been a while since we've been on the air. And the last time we were on the air, we were getting ready for Christmas with the Claws. And, (laughs) I mean, what a show that turned out to be. You look at it, I mean, it started out with the Battle Royal and the ASWF board of directors deciding to force Max Stone to find a tag team partner, a uh, permanent tag team partner, I believe, at this point, to defend the ASWF tag team titles. Good Lord, what a battle role it turned out to be. Everybody inside of the ASWF who is somebody was in that thing, even saw the return of Mark Wolf uh, and... Uh, you know, it came down to Tyler Knight winning that thing and honestly making a huge leap forward in his career. Well, Michael, I mean, everybody in that match fought hard for an opportunity to, uh, I guess you would say, go into the match as an interim tag team champion later on in the night. And I mean, Tyler Knight did just that. If you go back a uh 
the week before this show, Tyler Knight and uh, Max Stone, anytime they've got together, they haven't been defeated, I believe. You're, you're absolutely right. And you know that we're going to get to that matchup here in a minute that Tyler Knight went into. A lot of people, including myself, handicapped that matchup and said that, uh, you know, there's no way Max Stone's going to be able to walk out with the tag team titles. But my goodness, once again, uh, here we are, 2019, and Max Stone's still one half of the tag team champions. Or excuse me, according to Mr. Stone, he is the only ASWF tag team champion. Well, Michael, I mean, the numbers don't lie. I mean, he's been the consistent tag team champion. Now, here and there, he's had he's had to have partners. But, I mean, um, you know, back, in, back at Fight for Freedom, him and A.D. Sky, they won the tag team championships. Um, and, uh, I mean, uh Ever since, you know, Max Stone's been able to defend him. Uh, I mean, I know it's a little early on. Uh, speaking of AD Sky, ladies and gentlemen, as y'all may or may not have heard, he was involved in a uh, terrible vehicle accident, and he's still hospitalized at the moment. We'll go into a little more detail on that later on in the show, um, you know, with, with some more detail. Uh, but to go back to the subject, Max Stone, he's been phenomenal as a tag team champion and coming in strong, uh, coming in the new year strong. I mean, uh, victory over uh, the Vincent brothers and uh, Heinzman and Leo Keegan. And Michael, what was the name of their tag team one more time? The Titans of Violence? The Titans of Violence. You are correct on that. Um, but I mean, hey, he he did something. I mean, uh, both teams in that match, no easy feat. I mean, you have two colossal, uh, I guess you would say, giants or titans as they call themselves, and then you've got that who have only been teaming for you know like a month or month, month and a half. But then you have a set of brothers that's been a team their whole life, and I mean, Lord. Uh, it's been, I, I will say this, that was only one of the matches that was on this phenomenal Christmas with the Claw show. And you are lying about that. I mean, you, you talk about that matchup, the triple threat triangle tag team matchup for the tag titles. Then you talk about the two out of three falls match. We'll get, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, with D Mike and insane Shane. Let's be honest. That's gotta be. The uh, have the inside track to be 2018 match of the year because they were doing mind-blowing stuff inside of that ring trying to take it. Probably the most barbaric matchup in ASWS history, the uh, barbed wire um, massacre between Deadly Dale and Cataclysm. I, th that whole card was stacked from top to bottom. And like I said, we started out with the battle roll. Everybody that was somebody in that thing, Grayson Beckett, you saw Deadly Dale in it. You saw a returning uh, Mark Wolf in it. You, you saw, like I said, anybody that was somebody wanted just an opportunity to become like you 
you know, you, you so eloquently pointed out, almost a interim tag team champion. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, who wouldn't want to be tag team champions uh, any, or either way, you know, who wouldn't want to be a champion? And I mean, to say that you actually went into the match as one half of the tag team champions, and it's it's kind of a uh, you know it's kind of an enigma in itself. But let's I mean you know we've seen the Mark Wolf. We even seen a uh, guest impe- guest appearance from the Enforcer. Uh, Heinzman even displayed himself in this match before he realized what it was for. And uh, Heinzman's distaste for Max Stone really showed in that match as he eliminated himself. You aren't lying about that. I mean, and then, you know, Heinzman even just commented he's active over here in the uh, Facebook Live. We are live over on the ASWF uh, Facebook page with ASWF Aftermath as well. Or even, guys, if you're watching uh, along on Facebook, feel free to call in 347-989-1171. Join in on the conversation as we talk about Christmas with the Claus. But Heinzman, Heinzman straight said he, that they were screwed out of the titles. I'm not quite sure I see where the argument is there. Uh, the Vincents were able to, you know, and a lot of people considering an upset, they were able to knock off the Titans of Violence and make them the first team eliminated in that tag team title match. And, you know, uh, that wasn't the last time we saw the Titans of Violence, as it's actually a big credit to the Titans of Violence that Max Stone is still the ASWF tag team champion. Well, Brad, you're not wrong there. I mean, they were not happy about their elimination. And, I mean, uh who would be? I mean, that was an opportunity to become, you know, a, or, or to at least topple uh, Max Stone as a tag team champion. He's been, or Max Stone and Tyler Knight, should I say, as tag team champions. I mean, he's been holding on to those titles for almost half a year now. And, you are right about that. And that good majority of it. A good majority of it is from the fact that, you know, he has. He has done it by himself for the most part. you got to give the man credit. And, you know, even some of the fans now inside of the uh, inside of the comments section here on Facebook Live, you know, Amanda Duran, Max Stone is the best tag champ. You know, you got to be looking at this. you got to be looking at this title reign from the greatest gym known to man and be thinking that – you know, he could be ranked up there as one of the top tag team champions in ASWF history. And, I mean, the thing that makes it most unique is he's had different tag team partners because he was forced to have them. Now, he's defended them single-handedly. We've seen that in a uh, in triple threat matches, I believe, uh, or triple threat tag team matches. But the thing is is at the end of the day, the greatest gem known to man, the element of perfection himself, uh, Max Stone, is still the tag team champion. And you are absolutely right. That's what it all comes down to is the fact that Max Stone is continuing his reign as ASWF tag team champion. Gary Swift commenting in the uh, Facebook live room says the ref was blind. 
come on, Jamie is uh, Heinzman is right. The, they were screwed over. I'm not quite sure about the fact that they were screwed over. I think the Vincents uh, won pretty fair. But the thing is, you know, it is. It's hard, especially for somebody, you know, the stature of Heinzman and Keegan. They lost, you know, to somebody that they believe weren't, wasn't on their level. And apparently Gary's wondering if you've had a few adult beverages over there, Cody. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the only adult beverage I'm drinking right now is water because I know kids don't like to drink that stuff. So, uh, anyway, no, I mean, here's the deal. Um, with all due respect to, to Heinzman, I mean, look, he's, if anything, if they were screwed out of those titles, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to have any problem whatsoever. getting back in the title contention hunt. You know, and that is the thing about it, Cody. Uh, You know, these two titans of violence, as they like to be called now, they are, you know, two guys that will have no issue, I believe, getting another shot at the tag team titles. They're not going to look for it. They're not going to look for it to be handed to them. These are two guys who can go out there and they can take it. And, you know, uh, this isn't the last time we see the titans of violence. Uh, challenging for the tag team titles. Uh, I believe that they will quickly get another title shot. You know, they're uh, obviously they have an issue with the Vincent brothers after they were able to eliminate them out of this triangle tag team match. And they cost the Vincent brothers the tag team titles at Christmas with the claws. But uh, that's another team you have to watch going into 2019 is the Titans of Violence. They could walk out of 2019 the ASWF Tag Team Champions. Michael, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, uh, the Titans of Violence, they've they've been real hit and miss lately as far as wins and losses are concerned. Uh, You know, I mean, the Vincents were able to pull an upset over Heinzman in their handicap match back in November. Now they've, you know, then they were able to pretty much eliminate the Titans of Violence from the match, uh, the triple threat at Christmas with the Claws. And that's just, I mean, like I said, to to even say you got a pinfall over one half, if not both of the Titans of Violence, come on, man, that's, that's bragging rights in itself. And you are right about that, you know, and there's some disagreement going on amongst two fans in the chat room, Aaron and Amanda. Aaron said, uh, you know, a sentiment that I would believe, he said, if those Titans of Violence get the ASWF tag team titles, it's going to be hard to get them away from them. And Amanda said that's because the Titans of Violence are a bunch of cheaters. But, uh, I mean, Aaron is right. They're, they're two bad men. I mean, that's the only way you can describe it. Two of the baddest men to ever walk through the ASWF locker room. I mean, uh, in, in the words of our, our famous president, they'd be huge. Just saying. They already are huge, as, they would, as you would <laughs> say. And, I mean, uh, Gary said, hey, look, if the ref wasn't being a, a – and we're going to try to keep a PG, but he uses some colorful language, they would be the champs. And, I mean, there may be an argument there. I'm going to have to go back and watch the uh, footage of the triangle match to see exactly what Gary's referencing. But um, 
that's the thing. It's it is what it is right now. The element of perfection, the man right now is Max Stone. The longest reigning champion, by the way, in the ASWF right now is Max Stone. How about that for an impressive statistic? I mean, it's been he's been impressive in the and. Every match so far since he's debuted as as a uh, as a competitor at ASWF, he's been nothing short of impressive. He's continued to improve, and like I said, he's defending a set of tag team titles, or was defending them uh, quite a bit by himself. So he likes to say, not saying he's had to have partners, but you know, he's survived triple threat tag team matches. I'm pretty sure. He could do it by himself, um, and I know, I, I swear to God, it's not, he's not paying me to say it. I'm just a, a big Max Stone fan. Well, we all know that you are a big Max Stone fan there, Cody, but once again, you know, you got to give it up to him. Him and uh, Tyler Knight meshed well for uh, only their second time, I believe, tag teaming. Uh, and, you know, they got the job done and are still the ASWF tag team champions. Moving on here to a uh, subject that may actually be sticking in the infamous one's crawl a little bit here, uh, heading post-Christmas season, uh, is the fact that the infamous chokeout artist, the infamous Insane Shane, lost two to one to D Mike in the two out of three falls match. And like I said, you know, that thing has an inside shot to be the best matchup of 2018. And it happens on the last card of 2018. I mean, what athleticism both of these individuals um, put on display inside of this matchup. Hats off, go off to both men. There really is, you know, when you look at it, I understand there's no such thing as, you know, a uh, consolation prize, but, you know, both men, hats off to both men. They definitely put it and left it all out there on the line. Uh, Comment back on Max Stone. Aaron says, Max Stone is a modern-day Ron Simmons. Athletic ability out of the rear and can wrestle, out-wrestle anybody. And that is something that remains to be seen, especially moving into uh, 2019 here. But moving into this two out of three falls match, how impressed are you? You know, we were we were talking about D Mike. He felt like he was right there on the cusp. He was almost figuring it out, but Shane just right there a little bit quicker, a little bit smarter, using a little bit more of his experience to be able to pull out these victories. And he was able to uh finally get one over on Shane, or excuse me, actually two falls to one. Well, I mean, this was probably one of my favorite matches of 2018 myself. Um, D-Mike, he suffered a lot of punishment from uh, from Insane Shane. I mean, every time D-Mike had his back turned, that that choke was locked in somehow. I mean... D Mike had to have eyes in the back of his head and having the infamous one double J at ringside is like he's ha- he had to use peripheral vision at the at just the right times. And I mean one thing I wanna talk about 
Let's talk about that sweet freaking super kick that D Mike hit on Shane mid shooting star press. That timing I mean, was impeccable. Let's be honest here. That had to have been the turning point in the match. I, I believe if I'm placing that correctly, that was in the third fall, and uh, it was 1-1. Shane had just choked out D-Mike and gotten that second fall, and it was 1-1. And then the whole complexity of the matchup changed on a dime whenever D-Mike was able to counter the shooting star press into that uh, super kick, but we actually have the infamous one on the line, the advocate for the infamous chokeout artist, Mr. Infamous One himself, Double J. Double J, want to welcome you into 2019 in the ASWF. I certainly hope you had a uh, prosperous new year and a uh, good holidays, uh, Christmas and what have you. Uh, Tell me about uh, how it feels right now, especially we'll get into what happened later on in the card, but right now, after losing 2-1 to one to D-Mike. Well, Happy New Year. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> How you doing, Cody Kid? It's great hey, to be J, in the you? new year. It's great to be in the new year. It's so great to be in the new year, Michael. And coming into the new year and leaving the past in the past. And that's what I did. I closed the book on 2018. I closed the book on uh, uh, so many things we're going to get to here in a little while that you want to discuss with me. But the, 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 the opening the back, this opened up 2018, the book of the infamous great past year. Going back to that match, two out of three falls, we had a lot of things, no excuses here, no excuses here whatsoever to D-Mike. Beating us two out of three falls. Bravo. You accomplished something, kid. You beat my client two out of three falls. That's all you did is beat him. Bravo. Give you championships. Give you chips. Give you parties. Give you cookies. That's great. I, I'm, I'm proud for you, D-Mike. Michael, we lost. I took the L. Shane took the L. We packed up our toys. We went on to something else bigger and better. Because we got our having our fun with little old D Mike for a little while. It's time for something that somebody else can accomplish and things in life. The thing, uh, Michael, uh, getting back to that is that we lost. I mean, we choked him out so many times. What else can you do with this kid? He just got the best of us. Well, and I mean, I got to give it to you. You know, you certainly are uh, respectful in the loss, uh, and we will get to, before you have to go, we will get to uh, the business that occurred later on in the event. But, uh, you know, speaking of this, uh, what do you talk to Shane after this matchup? What do you tell him? What did you uh, tell him after the matchup when he, you know, he he really got upset, you know? He He goes down quick in the first fall, what was your message to him after he went down? Because I know he went over there, and you guys had an impromptu strategy session. What was your message to him after he dropped that first ball really fast? Well, uh, to get into that, you know how the how the wrestling match starts. You know, we come out, he might comes out, 
Referee's supposed to do his job, check, make sure there's no weapons, everything's clean and cool with the fans of the ASWS. And uh, I come over, Adam, uh, we had some more things we need to talk about. And, of course, you know, the bell, you're right, Michael, before you get me, the bell did ring. I had something else in plan to insert in his brain there. And, of course, D-Mike has to wait. Now, you now, 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 now before you say something, Cody, and before you say something, Michael, the, now the tables are turned. You always say, we jump somebody from mine all the time. You jump somebody home. Blah, blah. He absolutely cowardice act, waited for the bell to ring, and ran over there quickly and grabbed his tights and pulled it, and pulled his tights and held him down. How can you get up for that? One, two, three. Come on. He got it, but he got it by pulling his tights. I mean, he had a handful of them, man. Cody, I'll let you address that one. I know from my vantage point, I wasn't able to see a uh, see D Mike grabbing any tights. Uh, Cody, you had a better vantage point than me. I believe closer to the ring. What did you uh, did you see D Mike use the tights for that first fall? Well, I mean, the way the pinfall was done, I from my angle, I couldn't see any tights being held. But again, I was sitting at a different angle where. Uh, where I couldn't see the tights. I just seen the shoulders down. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, some fans would go as far as saying, you know, that Shane at least got some of his own medicine used against him. Um, I but, could agree with that. Uh, <laughs> of course you two could. You're two clowns. Why not? Hey, you want a lollipop? Oh, sure, I want one. I mean, of course you're going to agree with that because – you know what's good for the geese is good for the gander, right? Is what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, turnabout's fair play. Are you telling me Shane wouldn't have taken the same shortcut had he had the opportunity to present it to him? Never. Never. We have always faced the mic face-to-face. Even when you go back, I was doing sitting here before the show, and I went back and watched this, I mean, this this phenomenal show here take you back two shows where he was with tagging with uh well i don't guess you call it tag excuse me i'm just a uh, stupid not thinking straight it was supposed to be a fatal four-way but apparently i guess d mike and ace Morta want to work together you know not just uh insane shame but myself i inserted myself in a match because i wanted to give a beating of his life and i want to show him that he's not messing with just any old arkansas tennessee memphis Oskaloosa, wherever the crap it's at, manager. And you're messing with a business guy. I'm talking about the most powerful manager in the state of Arkansas, and I'm the most deadliest force, and I bring in the most deadliest clients. And Shane is most definitely the top notch in Arkansas. Giving D Mike his props, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, him cheating. Yeah, he, yeah, let's admit, let's admit this. You have to put a rear neck of choke on somebody when they're not looking. Or, excuse me, or, 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 you know know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean, Michael. I do know what you mean. And, you know, the second fall started and uh, Insane Shane was able to rebound and he was able to sink in that infamous choke. Did that bring up your confidence a little bit, knowing that D-Mike once again uh, had passed out moving into that third fall? Well, stop. My confidence never left. That's that. That was your 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 bogus guess. That's that's you being bogus again. The thing, 
he put the rear naked, when he rear naked choked him and I knew it was gone, I knew we had it in the bag. And when he butt the rear naked choke in, Michael, D-Mike knew that he had to take a shortcut, but we didn't. We just played the game pound for pound, went down, and he went down for the rear naked choke. And you've seen it in your own eyes. He was out and knew that it was tied one-to-one and it only had to be one. I'm not going to sit here and argue about the stipulations and nothing like that because D-Mike did win. He got the better of us. I mean, he slapped us right in the face. And you want to know what I said to Shane after the match? You did ask that question. We had a plan. And the plan was he got a – you know how boxers get a big payout? Elegant gets paid. Shane gets paid. Shane gets paid really good money. Infamous ink money. And the thing is, he's not going to be disappointed. He's not going to be mad. We're going to pick up our toys and move on. And if he ever comes back around, we got another superstar, you know, super plan to get in progress with that. It's great. D-Mike is a phenomenal wrestler, but he's not as good as Insane Shane. You know what the thing, you know, uh, thing Michael, is D-Mike idolizes Insane Shane. I bet you two didn't know that. D-Mike watches tapes of Insane Shane. He wishes he could have the ability to be an MMA fighter. He wishes he could wrestle as good as Insane Shane. I mean, who want who want I mean, geez, who would not want to be like the sexy Insane Shane? I mean, he, this guy is a ladies' man. He's an MMA fighter, really good pro wrestler. I mean, jealousy runs deep in in, in pro wrestling. And you can see it. It's all over D-Mike's face. Even though he got the win, he's like, man, I wish I could be like him. I really do. Well, infamous one, you said the confidence never left. But, you know, uh, Cody made a good point earlier. You know, uh, really, he brought up that one moment when Insane Shane went to the top, took that high-risk shooting star press, and D-Mike was able to counter it into a super kick, a beautiful, beautiful transition and counter that D-Mike was able to use to his advantage to just about finish the thing off. I mean, your confidence had to waver right there. I mean, I believe that at that point, that was when D-Mike really won the match. It was just a matter of moments, I believe, before he hit the Kinshasa knee strike and finished it off for good. So in your mind, did you did you you or you said after that was over, you, you after the kick, you said in your mind, you said that's it, it's over. So Jesus sent you a message and said, Michael, that's it. I truly believe at that moment, looking back on it, I think that was the, I think that was the moment that uh, D Mike won the contest mentally at least. <laughs> I mean, Tell me what you're to, talking about. to to defend his point, I mean. The thing is, is they don't call those high-risk maneuvers for nothing because it's either high-risk, high-reward, or high-risk and heavy loss. I mean, and I mean, yeah, this loss, it, I, in my opinion, it was kind of a heavy loss to close out the year, especially for a businessman such as yourself. But, I mean, it really did turn the tides of the match. I mean, had D-Mike not have mustered up whatever it was that he was able to do to hit that super kick, we'd be talking about the same subject, just different outcome. Exactly. Exactly right. So if the tables were turned, you'd be going, interviewing D-Mike right about now, with him sopping and crying in the new year, 
him going, I, I just thought I had it, you know, and I just, the thing is, I, I come to the table, I come to this phone call, I approach you two, and I admit, and speaking for my client, we have talked and had a fabulous, let me put this in here, because this is true, this is so great, as me and Shane living together and move, in the new year and building this, this friendship, this bondship and brotherhood that we got, there is nobody to this day stepping into 2019 that can stop me or my client because, you know, everybody watches, and we're not comparing ourselves, trust me, because we're not. Anywhere in their league, we get it. We're independent circuit. We're going to be better, and at least we show up to every show, than Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And that thing, I'm telling you, you have no idea what I'm fixing to open your eyes up to, kids. Everybody listening on Facebook Live, you have no idea. Because right now, I just shut the book on 2018. We took the lost ticket and put it in the slot. And now we're standing in 2019 present. Michael, the old double J that you see in 2018, we shut the book with his insane shame. Now, January the 5th, Tuckerman, Arkansas, you're going to see and respectfully see the new, improved, infamous thing, double J and insane shame as we live our wrestling life, our personal life, you're going to see something that anybody around here has never seen in professional wrestling. That's a bet. Well, Double J, I mean, I I have to now move on. Like you said, we're turning the page into 2019, and in 2019, staring you in the face is a man who just got reinstated, got his career back. And you got on to you got on to D Mike's case a little bit about quote unquote pulling the tights and attacking somebody from behind. Let's talk now about the suicide king Ray Ray and how after a brutal, absolutely brutal last man standing match, your client came in and choked Ray out. Moving on to twenty nineteen. There was a celebration. Yay. I mean, the roof was on fire. People were cheering. People were crying for him. People were bowing down. People were kissing his rear. You name it, they was doing it. And I thought in my head as I was walking down the the aisle, and I looked at that curtain and that splash. I'm talking about a flash of lightning, faster than lightning. It hit me, and I watched it before I came on the show tonight. And it was me getting drugged to the ring out of our out of our locker room, out of where me and Shane couldn't even time to even get me. Joey Britt grabs me, opens the door and grabs me. And all of a sudden, I'm getting closer to the wrong side of the building, I call it. There stands, call him a man. I'm going to call him a chicken coward. 
I'm talking about a crybaby sissy, no good for nothing, low down, yellow belly, piece of crap that has nasty tattoos, turns his crosses upside down, puts his hands on me with Joey Britt, and they drag me to the ring, Michael, running me to the ring because the nasty, fat, low-down, budget, nasty, I'm talking about grungy, fat, disgusting, government-assisted pieces of crap. I give money for them to hit Double J with the candlestick. And you know what he did? He lashed me not once, not twice, not three times, Mike. I watched it ten times already. Four times. He latched it four times across my back, across my rear, at the top of my head, because I'm not a competitor. So you said it. my client quotes you, gets in a ring, double J, and chokes him from behind. No, sir. I had a flash of memory in my head that I grabbed the microphone and I said to Ray, the suicide king, the coward, the crybaby, I said to him, you want to put hands on somebody and make your little fat friends out here, the little disgusting little nail buyers and the little celebration is over. Because, like I said before I left and hit the curtain, there's a new sheriff's in town that's going to run ASWF. And I'm talking about not power. I'm not talking about Joey Britt fighting or Ricky Rowland fighting. I've got a problem. And I got a big problem. It's, he's like a pimple to cyst. And I've got a problem I always have. And I've never met this guy until January 5th. We lock eyes again. And this is true. Take it down. Write your history cards, Michael. I've never been in the ring with the most unprofessional wrestler in my entire living career than he has 16 times has ever crossed paths with the infamous one. And that's called Ray Ray. You want to call him? Suicide King, I call him other nasty names as PG can't put on here. But, the, you know, he wants to be wearing pink. He wants to do uh, the prancing around, the laughing. It all stops. I'm going to guarantee it. It ain't going to be a, uh, the 2018 presence coming into 2019. I made sure I put a cork in that. Because when I got up there and I made what I said, I said, oh, you didn't remember why I'm here? I'm going to show you why I'm here. I said, Mike, I'm going to climb in the ring, and I'm going to kick your, you know what, butt. Just put it over there like that. And when I got in the ring, I thought, you want to humiliate me and throw a kendo stick at me and laugh at me? I said, why don't you take a choke, fool? And that's what happened. And all Joey Britt was saying, please stop, please, please. The commissioner was there. We don't listen to him. Even though he's an authority figure. Guess what, Michael? After that day, Monday, we heard through the grapevine through Ricky Rowland that his esophagus was damaged. It wasn't cracked or crushed like we wanted to, but when he had to go celebrate Christmas, somebody had to sip on eggnog through a straw. <laughs> I'm having a good year. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, you haven't seen nothing yet. I promise well, and I can confirm that that did result in 
Ray Ray having to take a trip to the uh, local medical facility, and he did have to get checked out. And you're right, he was diagnosed. I believe it was a bruised esophagus uh, that he was suffering from, but definitely major damage inflicted from the attack uh, by Insane Shane. Cody, uh, what are your thoughts moving forward here? Before you say something to Cody, I'm going to push it a little further. I'm going to push this a little further, okay? So everybody can see this is concrete and sealed. And this is not – this is uh, – I, I got something I'm going to say. I'm going to make an announcement. Any uh-huh. federation, Michael, any federation that Ray Ivey, Ray Ray, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, Fink Ray, Suicide King, Queen Reed, I don't care what you want to call him. Any federation in the state of Arkansas, Tennessee, I've contacted all athletic commissions. And I have been granted any location that he is at. I've got a head on him. i got a bounty on his head, and we are coming for him. He better look over his shoulders. He better look everywhere because we're going to beat him, and we're going to beat him like the you-know-what he is. Cody, thoughts? Well, Double J, that is that's very, like, bold talk I would say the one thing that I will ask you that concerns you you see if he was able to have you dragged out of your office like that and and put his hands on you like he did and you've seen what he's done to bad Brad in the past I mean dude captured him and held him captive and tortured him I mean does that cross your mind in any way okay here's where you didn't follow along Let's go back to the infamous story. <laughs> this goes, once upon a time, I was in the back conducting business with my client. And there came the big bad commissioner, Joey Britt, busting in the door, grabbing me, saying nothing but grabbing my clothing and grabbing my hair, which, matter of fact, he got fined. Because I have made a, you know, got a little input, you know, get my money back. But anyway. Then all of a sudden, I, I'm looking, I'm running, and I look up, and down the the aisle there, down to the other no man's land, he should never be. There stood the queen bee of them all, Mister. They call him. He ain't a Mister. He ain't. Well, oh, I hate him. I hate his stick guts. There was stood Ray, the little feminine guy, Ray Ray, standing there, and he put his grungy little nasty little fingernail hands on me, and then drug me out. And you want to see kidnapping? Let me let me just tell you something, guys. You're not dealing with the dummy. You're dealing with the infamous one. The dummy's gone. And I'm not quoting. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't let – oh, man, you almost let me go on, PG. I almost went off the track there because I got a little potty mouth. I, I, I've been fine really big for that, but I'm trying to watch my language, guys, because <laughs> it's funny because you're not dealing with the, the idiots of the, of the ASW. An idiot got kidnapped. I didn't. And, you know, another thing, you, he, he, you got rid of trash. You didn't get rid of You never, nobody in their living freaking years has ever got rid of me. Nobody. And that's not going to happen. The fans can chant it. You can claw and want it. You can bite your na- nasty little fingernails. Not going to happen. I never talk to the door. Never get rid of Cody. 
Well, infamous one, one thing I will say is, I, I mean, I've got to advise you. In the time I've known you, you have been, you've never been known to back down from a challenge, but I will say this, you know, you, you tread lightly. You've seen what he did to Bad Brad, and Amanda Duran, you know, says he's better than you. He got rid of Bad Brad, but you saw what he did. He tortured Brad. He did all these things. You even saw what he did, not even provoked uh, to you at the show on the uh, on the first. Now you've given him a reason to come after you. I, I'm just saying, tread lightly, infamous one. You know, out of control, he can go down the road. They got a wrestling federation for that. If you want to get out of control, I'm at ASWF. And I've been in ASWF, well, let me, let's, get, let's get personal. Let's drop the curtain here. Let's drop the personal curtain here. Whatever happened, you're talking about the past. You opened that book back up. I told you, Michael, keep that, keep that book closed. Now we're going to drop the curtain right now because now we're going rogue now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of Infamous Inc. You want to drop the curtain, that's what we're going to do. You're talking about the past. Bad Brad. Gone. Bad Brad sold his uh sold all everything from Infamous Inc. I bought it back. Gone. Get the hell out. Quitter, tuck your tail, stick your head up your rear. You quit, you quit, you quit. I don't deal with quitters very well, Michael. I don't deal with morons very well, Michael. So he got himself in. Oh well, you got yourself in it. I never did I once. Cody, you and Michael answer this. Did I once ever Get the idiot, the piece of trash, moron, whatever you want to call this, this commissioner that, or he, he didn't have the shot strap to carry a commissionership in ASWF. That guy is long gone. Shut the book. Ray, you want to talk about me, you talk about him getting out of control? You ain't seen nothing yet. I have never seen Shane this way. He can go, Ray can go out of control at a different wrestling federation. I'm sure they, they like to defend titles on Levitt, if you know you know what I'm saying. Well, I tell you one thing, you definitely don't want to mess with either of these individuals and I'd hate to get between either of you or either of them, excuse me, uh, especially with as much motivation as you've given Ray and uh Insane Shane has for uh the whooping you received on the first. But uh, infamous one, I know your time is short here. I wanted to once again uh, wish you a happy 2019 as we move into the 20th uh, year of the ASWF and then its existence. Uh, what's the plan going forward this year in your in the 20th year of the ASWF? 2019 year, the infamous seek is on the rise, and we're going to rise, and we're never going to fail, and we're never going to fall. And if, and Ray. If you could hear me out there and you're still sipping through the straw, the next time anybody sees you, you will have a trachea in your throat and you'll be talking like a robot, I promise. Everybody in the ASWF will be hearing him talk like Kane a long time ago going, I should have never messed with infancy. I was a total moron and I cannot be inside Shane. I'm a feminine idiot. And I will never mess with anyone again. I love you, Michael. Happy New Year 2019. Yay. That's it for me. I'm gone. Love you, ASWF. It's my company and our year 
of Insane Shane and myself, and we're out. Well, I mean, never one uh, short on words, the infamous one makes his appearance, his first appearance of 2019 here on ASWF Aftermath, and he's made it quite apparent what his goal is for 2019. Well, I mean, it, I mean, the goal's clear. And, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, could we be seeing the storied rivalry of the Suicide King versus Insane Shane return? I mean, you've seen it last year. I mean, storied rivalries, the latter match from last anniversary show. Could it all come full circle again? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you're just going to have to come to the show uh, and see it all unfold. I mean, heck, man, I'm ready to see it unfold myself. Uh, oh, man, like, for real, I'm counting down the hours. I've been itching, and I know you have, too, uh, the Valiant Arena. I mean, it's been calling my name. I, I can't wait to get back to Tuckerman, Arkansas, this Saturday night at 7 p.m., and the uh, ASWF returning for their 20th year. But, uh, you know, that's the thing about it. You know, last year – it was uh, Ray attacking Insane Shane from behind. A lot of people say, you know, this is turnabout's fair play, but we are going to find out exactly who will reign supreme coming up this year in 2019. But, Cody, uh, you know, we're getting up against the uh, one-hour break, and I do want to let everybody know, coming up in the next hour, uh, the first sit-down in-depth interview, me and Cody are going to do the very first interview with uh, Brad, as he likes to be called now, uh, since Christmas with the Claws. And I tell you, it's one of those things that I, it's one of those things that a lot of, it took some work to get a hold of him, even. You know, this guy's kind of gone incognito. When he said he was going to step away, I got to give it to him. He stepped away from just about everything. The guy's been off the crib for quite a while, so uh, it definitely took some effort and some work to get him back on. But, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be making his uh, is dropping in for his uh, in-depth interview in the next hour. Cody, uh, before we get to that, though, I want to talk to you about the ASWF Evolution title. Uh, switching hands at Christmas with the Claws in the submission match. Uh, crazy to me. I yeah. I mean, the, the fact that Asa Morta went through what she went through, and I mean, I tell you, when I say, when I said on the microphone that he was pretty much stomping her face in, I mean, that's what it was. But she wouldn't give up, Cody. That's the impressive part of all this. She absolutely would not surrender. She. She was basically rendered unconscious, and the referee had to make uh, had to basically step in and save her. So I, I mean, well, as I mean, crazy as it is, we have a new Evolution champion, and his name is Excalibur. Well, I mean, Michael, you can't discount the ability of Mister Excalibur. I mean, the guy is, I mean. He's a rough dude, rough, real rough around the edges. 
And to say he holds a victory over the Mistress of Mayhem, Asa Morta, not a lot of people can say that. I mean, the gentleman that we were talking about earlier, I mean, he's got one, you know, the Suicide King, he's got one or two victories over the Mistress, but I mean, I mean, he's fought some hard-fought battles with her, and so Excalibur had to think to himself, you know, what is it going to take for me to beat her? And I mean, you know, he did it. He toppled the Mistress of Mayhem. I don't want to discount her ability because she fought hard in this match. And it was something a little out of her element, too. Mm-hmm. A uh, a submission match, I believe. Uh, we've uh-huh. seen her hit that short arm clothesline. We've seen her... Uh, we have seen her hit choke slams. We have seen her even hit the ankle lock a time or two. But, I mean, you've got a guy who is a submission specialist himself and Excalibur. And, I mean, it was a hard hard fought and earned victory uh, for our new Evolution champion. Um, So I tip my hat and congratulate uh, Excalibur. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. You do. You have to tip your hat to Excalibur. The man is not an ASW Hall of Famer by chance. I mean, first off, let's get this out of the way. By no means did we think it was out of the realm of possibility that Excalibur was going to walk out with the ASWF Evolution champion. Uh, that's the thing with that's the thing with the whole situation. Uh, we knew it was a possibility. It's just one of those things when you see dominance end, it's it's it, it's mind blowing. Uh, that's the only way you can describe it. Excalibur came in with a game plan. You're completely correct about that. Excalibur came in and uh, he came in with the game plan and he executed it. That's all boils down to, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did, Michael. I mean, he did what not a lot of people have been able to do, and that's get the the W over the Mistress of Mayhem. Now, if I remember correctly, he's had not one, but he's had two victories over the Mistress of Mayhem. Uh, one of them was a non-title match, which got him into this title hunt in the first place, um, where... He beat her then, and uh, let's not forget that the uh, that we can credit that victory a little bit toward uh, the golden ticket holder himself, the Aztec warrior, El Rey, and that's one guy we haven't discussed yet. As a champion, new and uh, those that have defended it, you've got to have eyes in the back of your head because that golden ticket Grants you a grants the holder a match any time, any place. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you look at it, and you know, you bring up a good point with uh, Elray, the Aztec warrior. Was this possibly a plan? You know, Excalibur moves into the championship. Do you believe that maybe the Aztec warrior believed that uh, Excalibur was a better matchup so to speak not an easier matchup but a better matchup skill on skill for himself to be able to take the evolution championship 
Cody, are you still on the line? There, Michael. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you now. I, I was having technical difficulties with this headset. It's been going in and out. Um, but, I mean, thank goodness I have the Facebook Live video simulcasted, so I'm able to at least reply uh, through that. But, I mean, it takes a certain kind of skill to to topple mighty, to topple, to topple dominance. I mean, Excalibur, he's no spring chicken. He's been... He's been around the block a time or two in the in the professional wrestling industry, and he's had to. I mean, in order to topple such an opponent, I mean, you've almost got to study your opponent in every move, uh, every move they make, their strengths and their weaknesses. And you're right about that. I mean, and that's the thing. I believe El Rey has. He's studied everybody, including. A man that's active over here in the uh, ASWF comments section, uh, the still the ASWF champion, Steve-O. Uh, and we're going to get into the triple threat fans playing the weapons match in the next hour, along with the barbed wire massacre that was, uh, like I said, you got to call that the most brutal match, not only in 2018. That's got to be the most brutal match in the history, in the 20-year history of the ASWF, I mean, those two just, I mean, you got to go go to church the next day and ask for forgiveness for some of the stuff those two did to, did to each other. Absolutely. It was, it was brutal. Very brutal. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, though, we're going to effort in the break to get the um, – Newly minted, I guess, Brad, as he likes to be called now, uh, the newly retired Brad, uh, on the phone. And we're going to be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with more ASWF Aftermath after this. for your vaping needs and accessories, then check out the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors, located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub-Ohm Vapors. 
vape it like you built it. Throw your soldiers into positions whence there is no escape, and they will prefer death to flight. Hour number two, ASWF Aftermath, and ladies and gentlemen, we were able to find them. We were able to locate them. Uh, <coughs> the newly retired uh, Brad Hicks, as we bring him on and welcome him into 2019, at least for a uh, short while here, heading into the ASWF, I believe, you know, it's over for him, but ladies and gentlemen, Brad Hicks, Brad, welcome to 2019 in the ASWF. How's retirement treating you? Well, I don't know if I would call it retirement. Um, you know, I'm booked on a show January 10th in Hot Springs. Um, there's a couple of companies down here, one Bryant that I'll be at uh, periodically. So I'm not out of the wrestling scene, but, uh, you know, it, it's hard. You know, because I, I broke into this business, you know, four years ago uh, at ASWF. And um, by my own admission, you know, um, I was I was somebody that I didn't want to be. Um, and I got so involved in thinking that that was the way to make my mark in this business. Because, you know, you have to have that defining image of yourself to... to, to to make it and I thought that that was the way to go in it and it absolutely wasn't the way to go and I realize that now but um you know um I hope each and everybody had a great Christmas and, and a happy new year and you know I wish ASWF well moving forward um you know you're absolutely right you don't get 20 years in this business by not doing the right things and at every step and every turn, you know, ASWF was doing the right things. I kind of took it to a place it didn't need to go, and for that, I'm sorry. But uh, I, I'm I'm loving life now, you know, Michael. I, I've got the monkey off my shoulder, that you know, and and I'm enjoying myself for the first time. I can be, you know, the person that I am, and, and not that that you know sleazeball that you saw, you know, for four years down there in Tuckerman, Arkansas, and, uh, you know, I heard, I've been listening, you know, in the shadows, and I, and I am, you know, I was an idiot, um, I've been called a failure, and I did, I failed, but I don't think I failed in the terms that everybody thinks that I failed, and I failed myself as a human being, number one, um, because, 
I took for granted something that, that I didn't realize until 10 count started at that match. And, you know, I'll tell you this. Uh, if you want to ask me some questions, I'm, I'm fair game. If, if the fans want to ask me anything, it's fair game. It's completely honesty. I don't expect the fan base to, to warm to me at all during this interview. I, I don't deserve it uh, for the way that I treated them um, and the things that I said about them that I wish I had never done. But, uh, you know, what really the defining moment was when I heard the fans starting to count, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, and, and, it, and it dawned on me. I thought, you know what? These people are the reason that we're all here, despite what any former associates are, might say. You have to have those people there. And that's what's made this company so great. So to answer your question, kind of went off on a little tangent there, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, for the first time, Michael, I, I feel free. I feel the the weight and the burden of what I had become has been lifted, and you know I'm enjoying life with my nephews, and 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 just I've sold out of Infamous Inc. Everything's gone, you know. Um, I, I, Infamous One and, and Shane have moved on, and 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 actually have their own little <laughs> whatever I guess palace. I've never seen it. Don't care to see it. Makes me sick to think about it. Uh, but you know, I'm just living life in a little studio apartment, brother. You know, and and having a good time. Well, I mean, the first thing I want to say about you, uh, Brad, you know, the first conversation when I tried to get in touch with you, and I was finally able to get in touch with you. You've been a tough man to get a hold of. That's first of all. You've been a really tough man since. Uh, taking that loss at Christmas with the claws, but I, I, I have to give you credit. You know, uh, you do. You sound like a completely changed man. But Brad, for the first time, I want you to, uh, I want you to take us back to that night leading into, uh, leading into the last man standing match, Christmas with the claws. The moments before walking out of that curtain for what, you know, ended up being the final time, what was going through your mind? Well, you know, I'll take you back even further than that. Um, About, I'd say roughly around 3 o'clock that afternoon, um, you know, I got in my vehicle and I hit the, the highway, 67, 167, and I hit up north. And I got to the building, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, you know, I, at that time, being clouded like I was, I thought to myself, I thought, you know, there's just no way uh, imaginable that um, that the Suicide King would be victorious. And I thought that at that, you know, in that process of, of thought that I was having at the time, I seriously, I, I began to believe that we were going to eliminate the Suicide King, and, and that was going to be, uh, you know, one less obstacle um, in whatever I was trying to accomplish. To be honest with you, I don't even know what I was trying to accomplish at that point. But um, so, you know, I meet up with Josh, and and, and uh, we had formulated a plan. I mean, I'm going to, you know, there's complete transparency here. I'm going to be honest with you. We had formulated this plan that 
I was going to sign the contract, um, of course, and, you know, issue the, the no interference clause so that that way the fans could could have their match, their, their in, in all fairness. And we had devised a plan to attack the Suicide King, and, and we, did, we did that. We, we dropped him on his head, and um, I thought that was going to be enough. I, you know, when we went back, we sat around, you know, and we were kind of talking and, and, uh, it, it never had once crossed my mind that, you know, December 15th would be the last night that I, uh, would ever walk through the curtain at ASWF. And so as the match is going on, I'm, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about this whole thing. And, and, and I saw a couple of opportunities where I feel like the brashness, the cockiness of Josh Cross kind of uh, impeded the progress of what was transpiring on our behalf when he picked him up and stopped the count. And ultimately in the end, it was, I feel like that was the deciding factor in all that. But, then I go back and I watch the film and I've watched it a hundred times, you know, because it amazes me how I could have been that person. But I go back and I watch that and I'm, I think to myself, you know, I was wrong about that. I think, and this is a credit to think guys like Steve-O understand it. And I think guys like D-Mike understand it and the Suicide King understands it. And now I understand it is that they come through unsurmountable odds with the help of the fan base uh, that's there in attendance. The way they cheer for them, even when it looks like the situation is done and over with, they feed them that extra bit of um, time to just get out there and get up. And you know what? I underestimated the Suicide King and, and – uh, you know, Michael, I know you noticed it as well that when I I was going to leave and then I asked for the microphone because I wanted to give the Suicide King, Ray Ivy his moment. I wanted to give the fans their moment. I wanted to stand in the middle of that ring and take all of the abuse that I could possibly take because those fans deserve to have that moment with what I had done to them. And when I raised his hand, it was out of respect because I had been humiliated to the point of no return. And I was humbled by that moment. And I just wanted to give back something that I had tried so desperately to take for several years. Now I wanted to be that to be my final offering to those fans and I don't expect them to trust me, and I don't expect them to forgive me because it's hard to forgive what I did. But I do say this, in all honesty and sincerity, uh, I'm sorry. And um, those people deserve guys like the Suicide King and D-Mike. And I won't talk about uh, my former partner, but I will say this. That was a very despicable act that he and Shane pulled taking that moment away from the suicide King at the end of, of that match. That was not their time to do that. And so, you know, uh, I, that 
I don't know how much more candid I could be, Michael. Well, one thing I want to ask you before I turn the reins over to uh, before I turn the reins over to Cody, I want to ask you: Do you believe that uh, the uh, do you believe that your incessant need after October, when you were kidnapped by the Suicide King, do you believe that your incessant need to get rid of him and rid the ASWF, as you said on multiple occasions leading into this matchup of the Suicide King, uh, do you believe that that was your ultimate undoing? I think it was. I think it was. Um blind rage i guess i don't know if that's the proper terminology um you know going back to that event again i I, you know sometimes you just you know just like in some of the actions that i took you know you just got to do what you got to do and after that whole ordeal you're right i mean i did there was a level of anger inside of me that I, I couldn't control, and um, I think it showed itself um, in my actions on, you know, December the 1st to even make that match. I mean, who in their right mind as a non-competitor jumps in the, in the face of the Suicide King or Ray Ivey or any wrestler uh, and berates them and their family, you know? Who does that? And, and I suffered for it. And so, yeah, you're right, Michael. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you or, or Cody and, and all of that. It's legit. Like, it, I was so driven by this just passion for revenge that I was blinded to anything and everything else. And, it, it, you know, it's got me where I am today. But, you know, that's not such a bad thing, though, because I, I feel like so much uh, – a much better person now moving forward you know i will i'm not gonna lie to you i'm somebody now that that my nephews can look up to and and on the right way you know so you're right that probably was my downfall in that in that ordeal is is i lost it all and became so enraged with everything that you know it was just it was ignorance basically cody go ahead I mean, Brad, it seems that you came out of this situation almost a better person in the long run. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, the saying was true that that pride comes before the fall. Um, I mean, there's definitely going to be a different environment not seeing bad Brad around uh, ASWF anymore. But, I mean... um, you know, I mean, as you said, you know, that, that thirst for power, it changed you and made you someone that nobody liked to be around. And it seems that now that you've lost that power, you've kind of, you kind of found out firsthand that you didn't know what you had until it was gone. Uh, so, I mean, uh, Brad, what, if, what what's next for you after this, you know? 
I mean, I know you're doing uh, a few other wrestling shows, but what what's next for you? What's next for me? I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm going to follow ASWF as, and, and you know on Facebook and continue to to see what I can see, and I'll listen to Aftermath, you know, um, and and keep up with with what's what's going on. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it, it it does hit me being on this show. You know that this is going to be the final time that uh, I'm associated with Aftermath in any capacity, um, other than just a listener. But you know, I think it's going to do me some good to to go back to just being a fan. Um, you know, uh, I, I hope that uh, you know, I hope that whatever choices any of my former associates make, that they they make them with with extreme caution because. I can tell you firsthand, it's going to be an uphill fight uh, all the way. Um, but what I'm, you know, I, you know, when I left, uh, I, I had a again a two-hour drive home, and and we all know that sixty-seven one sixty-seven is straight, and it is long, and it's dark, and all you got is to listen to the radio, and uh, you know, just. Complete, com, you know, reflect on your thoughts and, and everything. And in and, and that drive, I I was just like, well, what are you going to do? And uh, it just, you know, it's hard to even, you know, fathom, Cody, that, that the ASWF won't have, um, you know, I won't be there. Uh, but it is you know what it is and and I made the bed and I'm going to lie in it and I'm going to get up out of it and I'm going to try and and, and represent myself better in 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 other organizations and and you know I would say I'd wish the ASWF well but you know again 20 years strong you know I think they found a formula that works and uh, I think you know they have a fan base that that's amazing and despite how down that ASWF was in the three years that, that uh, I was there, you know, away from the announcer desk and, and, and doing whatever I thought I was doing, um, they, they came and they supported and they got bigger and they got better and they got stronger and louder. And, and uh, that's just awesome. I mean, that, that, that to me is the most amazing thing that I've ever witnessed at ASWF. Well, Brad, uh, I'm going to step in here real quick. Uh, you know, you got some support out there in the chat log over here in the comments section of the Facebook Live. And, you know, one of the uh, biggest messages from the current ASWF champion who, you know, you pretty much made his life a living hell. Excuse my language, you know, as far as ch- being champion goes. But uh, Steve-O, you know, hashtag stay humble. So, uh, you know, you have a guy out there rooting for you to stay on the right path. But there's somebody else that uh, wants to say something to you. He's on the uh, call line right now. It's actually your former colleague, the now full commissioner of the ASWF, Mr. Joey Britton. We're going to bring him on right now. Uh, Mr. Britt, can you hear us? Joey?
uh, we're going to try to effort to get uh, Joey back on the phone here. But, uh, you know, just right there, if you could say anything, uh, we'll go ahead and let you talk to uh, Mr. Steve-O here. He can hear you. He's in the the comments section. Uh, Go ahead and talk to some of these guys that you have. You know, like I said, you've made their life a little bit difficult. Well, I can say this, you know, um, I've always said that a true champion is, is a champion that um, uh, not only wins his title, but defends his title. And uh, if, if, if that is my benchmark, then Steve-O has far exceeded the standard for which I, um, you know, lay claim on, on any championship title. And uh, I think that there's, at this point, there's no better representation uh, inside the ASWF as, a, as the heavyweight champion than, than Steve-O. We're talking about a man who has made so much progress from when I first saw him uh, to, to today. And, and now with full and and utter clarity i can say that you know i would be proud to support steve-o and and i will support steve-o in his championship uh as while he's champion and even after that and um because of what he's been able to do i mean you're right you know i look at guys like steve-o and uh, ray and D-Mike and, and Cataclysm and all these guys that, that I had basically been a complete jackass to and made their life a living hell. And I do apologize for the language, but, you know, I'm not happy with myself at, at all But um, for what I had done. Uh, but, yeah, so, man, Steve-O, if you ever need anything, man, uh, and we bump into each other at a different show, let me know. Um, I know you're going to kind of be weary, and and I don't blame you, but I I promise you this. You proved yourself to me time and time again, and and, and I was too stupid to see it at the time. But, bro, uh, I I wish you all the best of luck moving forward in ASWF, and, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be there supporting you all the way. Right. Well, we're going to go ahead and bring on the commissioner. I believe we actually uh, we actually have him on the line now. Uh, he wants to say a few things to you on, you know, your last night here uh, with the ASWF as an actual uh, as an actual on air talent. Uh, the current fourth commissioner of the ASWF, Mr. Joey Britt. Hmm. Hmm. I knew Brad was subtle in the office, but that was almost three weeks ago. I didn't expect him to be still so subtle now. Well, I mean, you know, Joey, uh, I was being honest with you when when we sat down and and oh, and, I, uh, I, I, I gave fully him... believe, I, I fully believe you. You know, I mean, I guess. Totally you. I guess it, it's, it's it, it was time for it, I think, and and uh, it really was. I mean, I I can't help but to 
being the guy that I am, wish you luck in your future endeavors. Wish we could oh, have I mean, made I'm that a double. Wish we could have made that a double walkout and been rid of that uh, evil conniving double J, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have no doubt though that uh, that that you know that you'll be able to to combat that in in your commissionership way somehow. You know. Um, Ah, wow, this one's tough. Uh, this one's tough, Michael. <laughs> I, uh, I knew it. I, I, I knew it would be, you know, as far as this goes. Uh, but you know, I do have to give it to. Uh, I, I do have to give it to you, uh, Brad. You haven't shot away from anything we've had for you as far as asking questions and things like that. And you know, uh, the commissioner's right. It has. It's been quiet around the office. It's been different without you uh, there, for sure. You know, the day that you came in and cleaned out your stuff, you know, that's when it became real. I even, you know, went up to the commissioner afterwards, and I was like, you know, what now? And he just kind of looked at me and walked off. I mean, it's it's definitely different. Yeah, but I mean, you know. It's not unfamiliar territory, though, Michael. That's certainly true. No, and it's not. And, and uh, you know, the direction that the, that ASWF's going, I think, you know, it's going to be, I mean, what more than capable hands matchmaking and, and uh, you know, I like I told you, Joe, in that, that meeting that we had right before I left that uh, – you know, I think that you and, and Ricky Rowland have, you know, your ear to the pulse and the heartbeat of, of the fans, and you're going to give them what they want. And uh, I, I think that moving forward, God willing, uh, we're all going to be doing this, you know, 40, you know, ASWF 40, I'll be tuned in going, man, you know, 20 years ago, I was had to do the hardest thing I ever had to do. And, you know, that company was strong enough to, to keep going. And, and so uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I can tell you that. I can't wait to watch it and listen to it and and just enjoy it for, for a change. I'll certainly agree with that. You know, it, it looks like uh, it looks definitely like it's going to be one of those situations. Now, Commissioner, while I have you on the line, uh, you Michael, know, you no, I don't. I'm uh, sitting here in my uh, office chair at my at my desk here in the uh, here at uh, in my office at my house. But one thing I want to ask you. I had a sandwich. Have you had supper yet? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just saying you got this funny look on your face. It was all. Sorry. Well, Commissioner, I I wanted to go ahead and commend you. Number one, you uh, we're getting into the uh, we're getting into the twentieth year of the ASWF, and I'm going to pose this question to both of you. Uh, you know, I believe the first year we did ASWF, the last show of that year 
we asked what's going to happen, what's what's the ASWF going to look like uh, by the next New Year's Eve. So I'm going to post the question. I feel like that's the one for you to go out on, Brad, and we'll let you answer last. We'll have Joey answer first. What's the ASWF going to look like heading into its 21st year? We've got a lot of new talent, Michael. We've got a lot of new talent. We've got guys graduating from training. We've got newcomers coming in. We've got old-timers. We've got vets. It's going to be a jam-packed year. Brad? We've got a new commentator, you know, that, that joined in with you. Absolutely, and I am so excited for that. Uh, Cornbread, obviously a legend around these parts in the announce booth, and I'm very honored to be sharing the commentating position with him. Uh, Brian, what do you expect? We've got a former referee that just flew out of training. Uh, Sleazy E, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Beckett. The future could not be brighter. The future could not be brighter in your office. You know, you're, I know for a fact your phone ringing off the hook with people from all across the country wanting to come into that the ASWF. That's how this is coming. That comment throwed me back to the 80s, Michael. I almost said my future's so bright we got to wear shades. ASWF <laughs> is definitely going to need some shades. I certainly but agree there. We are. We are here. We've been here. We've not yet closed our doors. We're still up and running, and we're 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 doing well. Don't have any intentions in the future. Got some newcomers around the block, though. But you know, just just saying. Certainly excited about the future, Brad. What do you see the future holding uh, when we're doing this in uh, one year? Uh, ASWF heading into its 21st year in existence. We're definitely well, I think be rebranding, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I don't see a rebrand. Uh, no, sure. ASWF is definitely not rebranding, sir. <laughs> um. This is different. Uh, usually by now, one of us is hung up or <laughs> uh, said throwing, some derogatory things. Yeah. <laughs> it's kicking off the store down. I mean, if y'all don't mind me saying, I think this is the most civil conversation I've heard the two of you have. I mean, very civil. So it, it's different. I mean, as a fan sitting here listening to this conversation, I mean, it's definitely a weird feeling, that's for sure. Are you high? I guess the only thing we've rebranded is our relationship at this point. Yeah. Are you high, sir? Um, you talking to me? Yes, are you sitting at high? Oh, no, no, I don't mess around with the wacky tobacco good you didn't, you didn't been talking on nothing? No, 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 man. Oh, uh, okay. The, uh, the, 
Just making sure. The the, uh, the only token I have. I was about to say the only token I have is a token of my appreciation for what the ASWF superstars do. Hey, uh, definitely uh, week in and week out. Uh, Commissioner, real quick, while I got you on the phone, I do want to, uh, you know, make the major announcement that came out of your office today. You kind of faxed it over to me around lunchtime while you're talking about what I ate for lunch. Uh, while I was eating my lunch, I saw that press release. Uh, this Saturday night, uh, we will crown a new ASWF championship number one contender. Uh, Over-the-top battle royal has been announced for this Saturday night. Uh, definitely uh, impressive. But, Brad, before we uh, let you go, you, I know you've got to go you, here. and get. Wait a minute, Michael. 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 Sorry. Yes, sir. Did... Brad, did you see that paperwork that came across? Did you did you happen to get a copy of that through your email? Because I think I still emailed that to you today. Did you see the new superstar that's going to be competing in that battle royal? I did, um, and I won't. I, you know, I'm not going to say did, nothing did, about did, it. Because should I let Should I let him know? I think you should. I real. I think you should. Let, actually, I don't think you should let Michael know. I think you need to let the fans know, Joey. I think the fans need to know. Well, I mean, okay, Michael, I know there's things that we don't tell you. Right. Things that, that find out last minute, I know. And I would like to be the first to let the SWF universe know. I would also like to let you know, but... Michael, for all your hard work and dedication, we've decided to let you compete in that Battle Royal this Saturday to have your chance of being number one contender. I said, um, um. That's all right. Hold, hold, your, hold your excitement. Hold your excitement. We all understand. You know, we thought, you know, there's been times you've got mouthy over talk radio. There's been times you've gotten a little mouthy. At the announcer's table, you know, ASWF is all about giving the fans what they want to see, and I believe that they would love to see you step in that ring at Battle Royal. I know you're ready. I, I mean, look, Michael, if if, uh, if a 10-year-old kid can win a set of tag team titles with Braun Strowman, I'm pretty sure you could get in there and win a Battle Royal. You've you got it, Got I'm you. not a competitor. I'm an announcer. I'm the voice. I I I, I use my voice. I I, I use my voice. That's right. That's I, right. I, you, I you, you know what? I, you, you know what else everybody, you are, Michael. Everybody out there listening, saying yes, coming straight from Mister New Ninety Nine Percent, Joey Britt. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. No pun intended. He's going to be stepping into the ring this Saturday in that over-the-top battle royal. I mean, Michael, you're sitting there saying you're not a competitor. You're an announcer. You know what else you are? Chicken if you don't step in this battle royal. Michael, do it for the fans. It's all about the fans. It's what the fans want to see. 
Just whatever you do, don't do it for The Rock. You seen where that got Rikishi? Yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. No, no. I I had my choice. I had my choice. We had an extra slot. And it was either you or the infamous one himself. I vote infamous one. Well, I mean, the fans already hate Infamous One's face anyway. We don't want to see it more than we have to. We have seen Double J in the ring before. We have never got to see Cody in the ring before. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Michael. Sorry. Cody. Please go back in the house. I'll be back in there in a minute. (laughs) Sorry. But anyway, anyway, the voice is going to be in action this Saturday in that over-the-top battle royal. You're welcome. I got to call my doctor. I, I'm feeling a little under the weather. Um, um, I feel like I may have torn my ACL. Um, I'm just scared. Steve-O, don't let him hurt me, please. Hey, whoever's uh, whoever's purse uh, your, your confidence in, and I say that in quotes, uh, please remove them and join this battle royal and get make the fans happy. Let, let, give them something more it's, to look forward to in this new year. It's it's already it, it's already there. It's already there. Don't I have to sign Michael, something? We was going to surprise it Saturday night, but I mean, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't contain myself. Brad's humbleness got me. Sort of excited. I don't know how to do it, but you know, I just. You're welcome. You're welcome, Michael. You're welcome. Well, that yeah, gives you a luck, couple sir. days to train now, Michael. <laughs> Look, you ain't got to say anything to Joey. Just uh, uh, eat your vitamins and say your prayers and train hard for these next couple days. You, you've got this, Michael. I'm so scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess I, I can do this. Michael, you can do it. You can do it. Just remember, you, you got this. Be right. <laughs> I mean, my, Michael, listen, look, if you get hurt, it's like the saying goes, it will feel better when it quits hurting. I promise. Just just get out there and do it. Uh, Michael, um, Ricky Bobby. Remember, Ricky Bobby, you got it. You're the best there is, plain and simple. You got this. Yeah, man. You even said it yourself. You wake up in the morning and urinate excellent. So let's see it happen. 
I mean, uh, what, if you're not first, you're last. What what one person on the whole entire, and when I say the whole entire roster, I'm not just talking about ASWF performers. I'm talking about the behind-the-scenes guys, the commentators, all the way up to the daggum SmackDown daily. What one other person on the whole entire ASWF roster has watched more wrestling than Mr. Michael Carnahan? If you can name one person, because I know for a fact that I've been on the phone with Michael before, and this kid has fallen asleep watching old WCW shows, old WWE shows, all the way back to WWF shows. I mean, Michael, you eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling. It's your time, sir. Hey, hey, it's your hey. time. I feel like we've gotten off course. I feel like we've gotten off course. We're dead on course. You wanted to bring up the Battle Royal. You're in there, buddy. You're in there. You're welcome. Help me, Tom Cornbread, you're welcome. I I, I don't think they'll be there to help you. They're... they're, uh, their prices are a little hefty, but you, you know who might help you is uh, Obama, Trump. What? Whoa! Jesus? Hey, hey! Jesus will probably be the closest thing you'll get to help in this. I promise. Can but, I get him uh, the wheel? I'm sure. Well, I don't think yeah. he's going to get to you, Michael. Steve will save me. Steve will save me. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Steve and me are close. Steve and me are close. He'll save me. Uh, I got this. Yes. We we have we have let you, you do understand that Steve is going to be busy preparing himself for his match that night too, right? Because we are going to defend that title this Saturday night. Um, um, so stick be just a little bit busy. Uh, uh, D-Mike, D-Mike will save me. D- D-Mike's got my back. We're close. We're, you saw that video. You saw that video. It, we're close. We're, we're, we're homeboys. It, it's cool. It's Michael, cool. Michael, you do understand that in a battle royal, all friendships are out. Everybody has one goal. And that's to be number one contender, and that's exactly what I expect out of you. I, I mean, he's not wrong, Michael. He is not wrong. We have seen several friendships come to an end in battle royals because there is a greater opportunity out there. I, I, I don't know how to feel about this. Hey, Joey, far be it for me to tell you what to do, but I think that, that I'm thinking that we let the fans speak on this one, and we and and you guys put a poll up and uh, see what they want to do, and, and let the fans speak. i tell you what, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Brad. Let's put a poll up, okay? We'll put up a poll 
And I'll tell you what, Michael, I'll even take one for the team. I'll get a hold of the person that controls the ASWF website. Okay. Three names. I want three names on that. We've got one spot to fill. There's going to be three names. Okay. Michael Conahan. Joey uh-huh. Bennett. And Banana Hands. Should I say the third and name right now? That's what I'm I think you should put yeah, the, the third name. Say the third name. Officer Gary Swift. Officer Gary Swift. Gary Swift. Huh. I think, well, there you go. Put uh, it up there. The, the, man's, the man's a hometown hero. I, yeah, of course they're going to vote for him. They, ooh, ooh, thank you. You are a kind, kind commissioner. You're a good man. You're a good man, Joey Britt. You're a good man. Good man. Everybody, can can we – can you do us all a favor? We all need to vote uh, both Gary and Michael because, Michael, what you realize is if this ends up a tie, you both could end up in there, and Gary's got a no, taser. No. One spot. One spot. One spot. Steve-O, Steve-O, remember, you and Gary are close. Y'all are buddies. Yeah. Friends. Vote for Vote for Gary. Hashtag vote for Gary. Oh, um, um, where were we before we got off on this, uh, on this, uh, crazy tangent? Um, oh, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Before, before we go any further, I want to up the ante here. If, if by chance, Michael Carnahan is chosen. Mm-hmm. I personally, I personally will give away ten, a total of ten, one-year free passes to ASWF for the year of 2019. If Michael. Oh! No, 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 Joey, you don't have to do that. The the fans love ASWF. I will give away all ten of those this Saturday night if Michael Carnahan is chosen. Oh, no. Oh. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you you heard it yourself. all All fair, love and war. We'll let the fans decide. But the hashtag Swift. The poll better state that if Michael Carnahan wins, I'm giving away two and three passes. If Gary Swift hold on, wins, hold on, no free passes. If I win, no free passes. But if Michael Carnahan wins, as a congratulatory on the behalf of the voice of ASWF, I'm going to give away ten of those free passes. Mercy, what home? I, so, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. Ten free passes. I mean, look, you got my vote, Michael. Oh, and the I, winner, the winner will be num- will be selected as number five going to the ring. Number five. Number five slot. Now, now, Joey, 
If, if Michael wins this battle royal, if he wins this vote and wins this battle royal, I mean, what would you think of giving out like one lifetime ASWF pass? If he won the battle royal, yeah, I don't think we have to worry about that, guys. I'll put it to you this way: I'll do even better than that. If Michael Carnahan wins the poll and he's selected as number five to go into the battle royal. And if Michael Carnahan pulls off the victory, I will make sure that we personally refund everyone's money that night. And that show will be free. This is... Um... Guys, we got to wrap things up. Uh, um, Before I get any further hurt. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Michael, it is only 8.49. We've got 11 more minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, we pay for this valuable air time. So, I, what's it going to be, Michael? Um, I, I mean, I can't say no. I, he He's my boss. Um. Who's not about well, I guess. well that that's that that sounds like he accepted, ladies and gentlemen. Uh there should be a poll up soon. Who do you want to see in this battle royal? Do you wanna see the announcer, the greatest announcer in independent wrestling, banana hands Michael Carnahan? Do we wanna see the New Mr. 99% Commissioner Joey Britt Or do we want to see The law Himself Gary Swift Be a special entrant In this battle royal Coming Saturday Joey, And when the poll Joey, is up Cast Joey, your votes Joey 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 Michael Carnahan Yes sir uh, I'm voting Michael um, um, Joey, you wouldn't let me get hurt, right? Michael, Michael I've even selected your intro music. <laughs> I mean, Michael, do you not get health insurance for this job? I mean... If you get hurt, at least it's paid for. True. We do have one more surprise for Saturday night, though. But you have to show up to find out what that is. I personally will have something in a black bag that I would display at some point in time throughout the show. I don't like things in black bags. Um, it's a surprise 2019. I mean, um, Michael. And, and here's the thing, Michael. What could be in that black bag is the courage you need to win that battle royal, my friend. I, I'm not the wizard of all. A bottle of crown roll? 
This is a well, I doubt that would make you win, but I mean, you don't need to be drinking on the job anyway. That is unprofessional. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm kind of, I just, who, who, okay, it's going to be okay. I know y'all will have my back, and you're going to vote for Gary Swift, or you're going to vote for the commissioner, Joey That's Brad. That, Michael. That's enough of that, Michael. Moving on to the next question. Brad, could you help us out by closing yes, the show? And tell us what you think are the, for the future of SWF, sir. I think that uh, given the nature of what I heard earlier from former associate, I think there's going to be some dark days in the head of the SWF, but I think that ultimately in the end, uh, under your guidance and, and Ricky Rowland's guidance, uh, with the help of you know, guys like the Suicide King and Steve-O and D-Mike and Cataclysm and and all of those guys that uh, I think the ASWF is going to do what it does each and every time, and it's going to reign supreme, and it's going to dominate the indie scene, and it's going to dominate any and, and, and every foe that, that presents itself to the ASWF. And so I think in the, in the year 2020, uh, Michael and Cody and you are going to be on here talking about you know, 21 years strong and uh, talking about uh, the probably uh, decent challenge, but not enough. And you guys are going to stay strong. And, and uh, I can't wait to, to, to watch it and, and listen to it and hear it. And uh, before I jump out of here, I just want to tell everybody, uh, thank you for giving me the best four years uh, that I've had in a long time. Uh, even though they weren't my best years as far as the way I was, it was always fun to, to come in here and do this, and it was fun to, to be out there in front of those fans, and, and, and I wish I'd have had this appreciation for them uh, back then. But you guys have a wonderful 2019, and uh, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, you know, Joey, I trust that, that you, you know, your expertise and your hand will move ASWF even further than we could have ever imagined it um, a couple years ago. So, y'all have a good night, and we'll see y'all down the road sometime. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate all the fans out there. I appreciate everybody listening. I've got some things to do. I've got to get on the telephone to get this poll up. Carnahan, I can't wait to see oh, you. Oh, Saturday it's already night. up. And I enjoy looking to see you guys Saturday night. But you're exactly right. I got some things to take care of. Everyone have a good night. Michael, thank you for all your expertise and your time. Have a great night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, my co-host Cody, this may be the very last time uh, you see me alive. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, we look forward to 20 great years in the ASWF. Um, good night, everybody. Good night. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the track. And I stop and I turn and I go for a ride. And I get to the bottom and I see you again. Yeah, yeah. 
Double slide Top for a turn and I go for a ride 